0: everybody happy monday and welcome to trb i'm john thank you so much for joining us here on the resistance broadcast Uh, we have a great show today it is more of our traditional monday show because we're going to talk about the latest going on in star wars news and give our takes on that Um, if you're looking for our takes on the finale for obi-wan kenobi we did that live this past wednesday it is up on the channel so either go to youtube.com star wars news net videos or your preferred podcast feed wherever that may be uh that's where it be so go check that out we had a good time talking about that but don't forget we're not done yet um so this wednesday james and lacy as always will be joining me as they are right now to recap the whole season of kenobi because you know you talk about chapter one or whatever it is part one part two in those little vacuums where you don't know what the rest is going to give us now we have a chance to look back on everything. It's usually more of a, a loose, fun conversation when we do those recaps. I know Clayton's been on with us a couple times, but this time, the three of us are gonna be doing the TRB Taco Bell Challenge, where we're each gonna get a family pack of twelve soft tacos and throughout the entirety of the show see how much we each can eat before we finish the show. And you're welcome to join us if you're gonna be joining us live, but the TRB I'm T-O-B gonna be doing this the T- whole time.
1: As the I'm TRB
0: eating. Taco Bell Challenge is on Wednesday live, nine PM on the channel, so grab your tacos and come join us. Your choice of sauce is optional. If you want no sauce, that's fine. We're doing twelve soft each, and we'll see how far we get. Mm-hmm. Uh, and hopefully, well, not too we're big. We're ordering a
2: twelve each,
0: <laughs> right? Yeah.
2: I don't know that we're uh, gonna eat
0: twelve each. Well, yeah. So we'll see how it goes. But we thought it'd be fun uh, to do finally do the Taco Bell challenge we've been talking about for a while. So I know our patrons have been waiting for it. So uh we're doing it wait what's the
2: final call on that john
0: you said you think 10 i think if i push myself i can get somewhere in the 9 to 10 range and lacy is is gonna try to match john probably she's gonna try to go for the whole thing
2: yeah
1: i'm gonna try to go for the whole thing do i think i'm I'm gonna i think i'm gonna go to like so am i and that's the problem is like i'm gonna make myself sick sick. (laughs) (laughs) just to beat him i will i'll be like whatever i'll suffer for three days it doesn't matter
2: yeah right i I won it's not worth it to me my tomorrow is more important than beating you so i'm like my goal right now is probably six like i think that's realistic
0: all right
1: john said he was going to eat them all at one time so let's see how that goes
0: no i said i was going to start by trying to get like right off the gate I'm gonna shove a whole taco in my mouth. Very. I early. thought
1: you said you were gonna take them all at once as one big taco.
0: Oh no, no! I may try two at once. You we'll could.
2: You could dissect them. Like you could try to do all the dough and get through that, and then like eat the, <laughs> all of it like a salad. <laughs> That'd be like no, eating a volleyball.
0: That,
1: okay, just. I'm taking that. That's the rules are. You have to actually eat it as a taco one by one. Yeah. You can't. No multiple tacos. Should yeah. I dunk well, it you in wouldn't water? be able to discern
2: what. Like, how many you ate if you ate half? Well, I guess if you ate exactly half of that concoction, but it'd be hard to, you know, figure out that that well, was anyway, six.
0: We're doing it mm, live, nine yeah. o'clock Wednesday. Join us, get your tacos. Let's have some fun talking about that mm-hmm. whole season of Kenobi and trying to rifle down a dozen soft tacos from Taco Bell. Uh, <laughs> all right. Spread the word. Um, also, real quick, the Jackfish shirt available as well as our other uh, shirts like Makes Little 2 Happen, TRB. Bunch of stuff at store.resistancebroadcast.com. And just a reminder, a uh, friend of the podcast, Adam Christopher's book, Shadow of the Sith, comes out tomorrow. Uh, so learn, get learned.
1: Mine about tomorrow. The I can't Sith, wait to read it.
0: Oshi of Bastoon, Ray's mm-hmm. parents, a lot of cool stuff mm-hmm. uh, are coming out from initial reviews, uh, are very positive, very interesting. Um, we'll make a lot of things weave in together from what we we'll understand. we now
1: understand. know so, who Ray's mom is.
0: Right. The ultimate question in
1: Star Wars.
0: Yes. Uh, So, uh, congrats to Adam Christopher on his book, Long Time Coming, Uh, and that's out tomorrow. So, pick it up, check it out, and enjoy. But now it's on to the show, where we're going to start things off a little differently than we usually do, because we want to get racing. So, Lacey, let's kick it
1: off. All right, guys, Patreon pod race. There are lots of ways you can support us. You can comment like subscribe on this video on youtube you can follow us on audio platforms like spotify or apple Podcasts. please leave a review if you if you do listen to us there because it helps us out and lets us know how we're doing as well as lets us kind of show up in searches for other people and we want our community to grow you can sure. follow us on twitter at R B A T S W N N or on instagram at the resistance broadcast but if you want more than that if you want to support the show what we're doing here and basically say hey i like that you talk about star wars and i like what you're doing Here's my support. You can find us on patreon.com slash resistance broadcast starting at just $2 a month. You're supporting what we're doing here and what we plan to do in the future with more videos and more content. Um, But this is the part of the show we let our generals and spice runners take part. So first we have our generals. I want to give them a quick shout out. Carmelo, John Reese, Jetta Rosewater, Paul Olson, Frank Grande, Darth Hurricane, John Trollton, Nick Kratz, Christian Morales, Brian Smith, Matt Chitty, Danny, Mike Mori, Matt Heath, Chris White, Brendan McLaughlin, Count Pepto, Samuel Zelke. Still don't know what your last name is. Uh, Please give me that announcement and like (laughs) how to say it in a message. Uh, Val Trishkoff. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Generals. And to our Spice Runners, David Probus, Neil Shaw, Kendall Gelnar, Ryan Wara, Dave Horneck, Micah Harrison, Thomas Hennessy, Andrew Staley, and Jeremy Myers. Thank you guys so much. And this week we have a Spice Runner and one of kind of like our OG people, mm-hmm. uh, Andrew Staley. What up, Andrew? Hey, buddy. We loved uh talking with you here on the show and just talking with you in general. You're a really cool person um so your question which the point of this if you're new to the podcast well, first of all welcome uh this is the part that they get to be a part of the show our spice runners in general and we ask them a question and then they give their answer and we talk about it so the question was if you could magically leap into star wars at any point of any story and warn one character about something that was going to happen sort of like back to the future what would you choose andrew take it away
0: My choice would be warning Han Solo on Starkiller Base before he encounters Kylo Ren slash Ben Solo. Uh, A lot of people in Star Wars like they have been getting stabbed with lightsabers and Han was one of the few that hadn't made it and so my warning would be to Han Solo to look out and maybe keep your distance from Kylo Ren. So... Thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate the question. I want to say it was a real pleasure to meet everybody at Star Wars Celebration. I was able to attend and as part of the Resistance Broadcast uh,
2: meetup. Uh, It was an awesome time. Uh, And thanks to John, James, and Lacey uh,
0: for the opportunity to do so. Uh, We'll see everybody in London next year, I hope. And I hope everybody has a good summer. And may the Force be with you.
1: Nice job, Andrew. As always, you were wonderful. John, what would you think? He saved Han
0: Solo. I love the answer. Um, I also think that is certainly one of the moments that would have a chain reaction effect on the rest of the story because we know what doing the deed did to Kylo Ren and so forth. Obviously, um, the effect it had on everyone else uh, more um, directly or lin- in a linear way like Chewie and Leia and everything. And, of course, Han being killed and um seeing her, like, you know, new father figure killed right before her. So a lot of things went into play with Han's death there. And if he was able to warn him, uh, I'd be curious to see like what would then happen thereafter. So it makes me think about what ifs. And I know that's like a thing now with multiverses and, and the Marvel what if stuff, but uh, not Star Wars' thing, but I, I just thought it'd be a fun thing to toss out there. And uh it gave a great answer. And then of course, you know, you, you got sentimental on me and, and, and tried to get me a little emotional there, Andrew, talking about celebration and... thinking about uh you know how happy you are to be a part of what we're doing so first of all thank you man for always taking the time for us taking the time to come to our event which was off-site that means a great deal to us and we were so happy to have you there and then of course it looks like you're going to london which that's our plan too man so i look forward to seeing you again and i hope you have a great summer too but i know we'll talk to you in the base, man. thanks so much andrew
1: james
2: Yeah, man. I mean, well, John, like you said, it's not really Star Wars' thing. (laughs) It kind of did happen in Star Wars once. A character being pulled out of a situation by some sort of time loop and kind of saved their life. This is kind of crazy. Um, But if that were possible, I don't know that there would be too many better options than Han because I think he's like a big enough pivotal character that died too early. You know what I mean? It just... Like with like Luke and Leia, for instance, like they went in their time kind of thing. And like Han was like before his time. So it's kind of, it's tricky. And I think you're right that the ramifications, you and Andrew, obviously, Andrew picked a uh, great character here to to save their life. Like um, the ramifications of that character still being around would have drastically, I mean, Han probably would have been on Exegol, you know? It's crazy to think about that type of stuff, but. Oh, uh, maybe. Yeah but possibly yeah at that time yeah but um yeah good answer andrew always thanks for being here for us as well and uh just like you said i hope to see you in
1: london as well andrew you're so awesome i love (laughs) how great you are and i love your collections and talking about ray and your cats um this was (laughs) a great answer uh already just john talking about this and thinking about it but like definitely john talking about it i was like oh no but if he doesn't die then Rey doesn't have that like Spider-Man Uncle Ben moment like she doesn't try to get the lightsaber she doesn't try to fight Kylo she doesn't take on kind of like her Jedi ways because he kind of drove her to that um there's just so many ramifications of uh Han Solo but again like I get it because when he died in the movie theater I remember I was the only one that went no in the movie theater Mm. (laughs) (laughs) it was very obnoxious and I remember Matt was like stop stop talking (laughs) (laughs)
0: because
1: i have a problem with that um anyway thank you for your answer can't wait to see you in london you're gonna love it it's great it's a it's a really fun country and a really great location for a show um and we can't wait to hang out with you so now we're gonna go to james
2: all right guys It's a little bit different to be handed off by (laughs) lacy it's kind of (laughs) cool uh but we're gonna be doing the resistance report
0: the resistance anything is better than Lacey handing off to Lacey though so back to you, Lacey, <laughs>
1: <laughs> guys. Uh,
2: we're gonna kick off this week. Um, we are gonna be doing a little bit of Obi Wan talk, even though John mentioned that we did a lot of our Obi Wan stuff on Wednesday. And again, this next coming Wednesday, there are some uh Obi Wan stories to talk about here, but we're actually gonna kick it off with a little bit of a rumor. Now, this one actually comes from uh Christian Harloff. Um, if you happen to know him, uh, he's been in the game for a very long time, he's not really a scooper. Uh, but when he, he threw this out there, he wanted to let everybody know, like, I, you know, I'm not trying to make this a story. It's a rumor. I'm I'm saying it's a rumor. But this is what I'm hearing, that Cameron Monahan has already been tapped. It is going to happen. They are going to do the Cal Kestis Disney Plus series. Um, nothing nothing cement, cemented yet as far as like, you know. Locations and other actors and stories or anything along those lines, it's just like they've made they've greenlit the series, and he is obviously going to be the person to play the character. So that's the rumor right now coming from christian. um John, I'm gonna start with you on this one what What are your thoughts on this rumor?
0: Um, I believe it for one um you know for for a few reasons, you know, one, you know, i don't i think In, you know, knowing Christian Harloff, you know, we know him a little bit now. Um, He, I think, is very careful with stuff he puts out there. And I don't think he would just take to his channel and do a special five-minute video if it was something that was really fugazi or something very loosey-goosey that someone just casually said. So I think in order for him to have went to his channel to do this, I think he really believes in who told him this and he believes that it's true himself. And I appreciate the fact that he slaps rumor on it because you never know, especially with Star Wars projects, we've seen Star Wars projects announced that have been shelved, let alone something that may be in the works that may not see the light of day. So, um, I think he positioned it the right way. So I believe that this is true. Uh, I also like Cameron Monaghan. You know, I was late to the game on Shameless, but once I got into it, my wife and I like bulldozed through the episodes and he was so good in that series. He's a very good actor, and it makes me think, like, I'm pretty sure, you know, I'm not a big gamer. I have Fallen Order. I opened it. <laughs> like, I literally took the plastic off of it. I, <laughs> there might be a disc in there. I'm not sure. But oh, my God. <laughs> I, wa- I want to play the game, but from it's what tough. I under- I'm
1: not going to lie. And, like, I love video yeah. games, and I found it tough to remember all the different moves. Now, I'm probably not as skilled as most people. I like to just button mash... But like it's very calculated. Like you have to remember certain moves and certain combos and stuff like that. Yeah,
2: Yeah, I remember I remember listening to a podcast where two people were discussing it and one person said it was a bad game because it was just kind of like boring and you know there wasn't really much to it.
1: Definitely not boring. It's you have to literally pay attention and it's not just let me play this game like you have to remember things but this is where the
2: conversation went the other person immediately like put that to a halt they were like shut up you just put it on the easiest mode didn't you and you just like like rolled through the game just mashing the buttons killing people without putting any thought into like a higher difficulty <laughs> and then having to like tackle every enemy like in the way yeah. that they're supposed to be fought. So it's like it's one thing I guess you theoretically you could play the game, John, like the on the easy route and just kind of mash your way through it for the story or something. But Lacey's absolutely right. If you play it on normal or like any sort of higher difficulty, you are going to encounter enemies and be like, crap. And then you're like going to have to actually fight them. <laughs> you know? Can mean- I be
1: honest for a second on what really trips me up in those types of games? And it's not the fighting parts. It's the parts where you have to go up some type of ladder, whether it be like gripping things, like he grips things and goes across or like grips things and goes up. And mm-hmm. you have to like go from jump Grip, 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 grip. Oh yeah, yeah. Jump, grip. I always fall, and I keep falling, and I get up all the way up, and I'm about to make that last jump, and I fall, and then I go, you know what? I'm done with this, and I quit because <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't do the like the you have to like time the jumps right, and then grab onto stuff. No matter what video game it is, I I hate those or like certain. Mm-hmm. So Lego Star Wars does that with um on the Ray level of the Skywalker saga when you're in on a uh, Jakku and you go into the, okay, I'm not spoiling anything. You go into the thing and she has to jump from piece to piece. It's just very difficult. You have to time it right. And mm. I'm very bad at that. And so when I look mm. at Jedi fallen order where you're like, okay, well, and they walk you through the first level of Jedi fallen Order, like, okay, these things you can jump on these things. You can do this. And they try to teach you, but it just, <laughs> It's a weakness of mine. I'm very bad at those like sometimes, jump times sometimes. Jump time. games
2: can like highlight things that you need to go to, but I, mm-hmm. I feel like th- the adult end of games, like I think Lego Star Wars would like highlight the door or whatever you need to head to, but then like games like Fallen Order, I don't think they do anything like that. You're or just you're on like a ledge, to just, like, recognize that that type of brush is well at the beginning they show you the first one they'll show you, yeah, 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 yeah,
1: but then like he'll be on a ledge and it'll be like, okay, you have to jump to the next thing. I'll always miss it, and then I have to start over.
2: Yeah. Well, anyway, John, you'll play it someday, or you could just watch the YouTube videos.
0: I will probably play it someday. Um, Someday.
1: (laughs) This someday? Someday. Someday, someday, Uh, someday? I know all about waiting.
0: (laughs) I think my thoughts on the game are more aligned with how it was received than mm, how it is mm-hmm. to play. I think most fans really liked the, or respected the game and, uh, you know, the story it told. It was it seemed like it was held in high regard more uh, universally than, you know, any kind of, you know, negativity or criticisms or, or what have you. And I think going into it, they did the reverse thing where they were like, let's get an actor who is an established good actor so that in the event this game takes off and we want to branch out from game to something else we have the continuity there we have the guy and he's a good actor they did full performance capture with him um so he knows like lightsaber stuff and 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 all that and his character looks like him they didn't even do like a thing where he's like you know an alien or 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 anything like that he's a redheaded kid out in the Star Wars galaxy looks exactly like he does in real life. So I think they may have had those plans already in place in the event. It was a success and they wanted to branch it out. And it looks like that's what they're doing. I know they have another game coming too with Survivor, but he's a good actor. And, uh, I don't know the full story of Jedi fallen order. I've put pieces together based on discussions we've had here and talking to other people. I got to, you know, play it. And then also, you know, watch through the stories and stuff. I know Inquisitors are heavily involved in uh, like a cute little droid and and a bunch of uh, interesting things that I want to check out and know more, especially if this is true, which, like I said, uh, I'm I'm leaning on it probably being true. Now, whether we get that green light, you never know with Lucasfilm projects, Um, but I think there's something happening here for sure.
2: Uh, (laughs) Lacey?
1: I'm trying to think of... uh what to say that John didn't say? um I mean, honestly, anything about the
0: game because I don't really.
1: Well, like... I haven't really played through it either. That's okay. I've said that I, I'm not a big uh, <laughs> heights jumping person. Apparently, uh, no. But with Cameron Monahan, it was more of like a, he looks just like the character. It's like a no brainer that they would then make this jump to live action, especially because he is an actor in other series that's been you know critically acclaimed. Um, that being said, with all the kind of interconnectedness of other series, especially with Kenobi now, and all the kind of bits and pieces that you've seen reflected from the game into live action, it would seem to me that they're leading that way anyway, based on what we've seen so far. Um, so, yeah, I just I think this is a no brainer.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Um. To stem off that too, of like the f- casting of Cameron Monaghan as uh as the actor who looks like the character. They also did that with Deborah Wilson, um, mm-hmm. who, um, it's funny, I looked at her IMDb, and the things she's known for, I'm like, oh, I wouldn't put her, I, I didn't know she did that stuff. Mad TV, that, that would yeah. be yeah. a thing for me. It's not yeah. in her known for on IMDb, and I'm like, that's oh, the wow. thing that I know her from. Yeah, I mean, She I did don't. the
1: Aki Aki Girl on The Rise of Skywalker. That's, that's a fun fact.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, um no but yeah deborah wilson as well obviously could be someone else that they decide if they want to because at this point in time uh that character may be alive (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah we're not sure (laughs) no i uh we are or not sure i don't know i don't want to spoil anything for people who haven't played the game but um
0: i mean it's been out for A few years. Yeah, I know, I know, I know.
2: But, but yeah, they could they could go down that route. Um, the other thing too that's interesting about this story, uh, is that it has a lot of the things that I think live action is starting to delve into. Obviously, with Obi Wan Kenobi, we just got like our first reveal at the Inquisitors. So, if people Mm -hmm. are interested in that world, Inquisitors can kind of carry over. You could have the Grand Inquisitor. Uh, Rupert Friend returning for th- to play the character again. That's that's a possibility. Um, some of the other Inquisitors as well. Uh, you could have different Inquisitors if they wanted to go that route. Um, they also uh, in the first game you have a run in with Saw Gerrera. Now Saw Gerrera has the potential of showing up in Andor as well because that's the Rogue One connection but they really want to branch this thing out and show that all the stuff is connected. A uh, Maybe something like uh, Saw Guerrero showing up and making that connection with uh, Cal Kestis as he did in Fallen Order, and Cal's going back, and they're working with Saw again. Then you're then you're seeing like, oh, there's there's more here to how all this stuff is um, supposed to be one big story. Um, but, but I think you guys are dead on with the fact that he does his own moves, you know, like he, he was motion capture and everything. This kid's ready to go for live action star Wars. And it almost feels in that same category as like when people say, well, we probably wouldn't have done an Obi-Wan show, but Ewan McGregor is here now and he wants to do it and he's the right age. And sometimes those opportunities just get snagged because if you miss them, then they're gone. And Cameron, well, granted, he could get older, and we don't know where, where that character ends up, so they have longer time. I still think it's right there, and it's probably been on on their minds for a, a while now. So this, this makes total sense to me. Um, but also, side note, I wanted to mention, too, that video game animatics are really good, and I would like to see an animated Star Wars project that is based on like a video game engine where like maybe they're actually hiring real actors to portray the characters and stuff, but it's still all animated. Kind of give that, that, like you're watching video game cinematic, but you're watching Hmm. it over the course of like 20 minutes an episode or something like that but i don't know maybe more money goes into that and they're like nah dude we'll just like stylize them like rebels and uh you know it'd be a lot easier to. (laughs) yeah that'd be i mean he would know he'd probably be able to tell me why they don't do that but i've i've always for years enjoyed when you when you're playing the game and then you get to that point like metal gear solid years ago had like one-hour, two-hour-long cinematics sometimes in the games. And I'm like, Mm. I've been watching the same video clip for, like, an hour and 30 minutes. Like, this is crazy. That's a movie. I just watched a movie after beating that boss, you know? So it's like, I don't understand why they couldn't do this for, like, a series or something. But
0: Dude, that was, like, not to go on a tangent, I just finished up, like, Stranger Things, part one of season four. Mm -hmm. And, like, these last episodes are, like, an hour and 30 each. I'm like, I'm watching two movies right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is... (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) and the next next ones are two plus hours
0: yeah yeah and I gotta say I'm not gonna take a dig at Star Wars because I thought the last two episodes of Kenobi brought it the the budget in Stranger Things has to be higher than the Star Wars shows
1: uh the last five minutes of this past season was (laughs) epic of Stranger Things (laughs) yes it was so insane
2: so you guys are saying I should finish season three yeah. Season Skip three, the rest yes, of season it. three
1: and just go to season four because you don't even really need it. Like they recap <laughs> Lucy, it at the beginning, you? they do one of those recaps where they're like, "Previously on uh, blah blah blah." So <laughs> just watch that and point. then just jump right in. I just it's I a remember I was watching.
2: I was like, guy in the sailor suit, and they're like in a tunnel or something. I don't know yeah, <laughs> what's yeah. Going you,
1: on. you you don't need to. You can go straight to season four, and honestly, it's a whole different vibe than the previous seasons because they're older. So I would just, I'd go for it. Yeah, that could be cool. Yeah, um.
2: Fair. Now, I earlier promised a little bit of talk about Obi-Wan Kenobi, and that is going to lead us to our next story because there, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention or not, but you can pretty much go anywhere and read any review as they are, or not review, but like promotion for Obi-Wan right now. Everybody's asking them the same questions, which are, hey, would you come back? Like, hey, it was listed as a limited series. Is there any chance you guys are returning? And like I said, I mean, you can look just about anywhere, whether it's like ET or GQ or Radio Times, even McGregor was talking to them, and almost always they seem like everybody is willing to come back and the discussions are being had. Even Kathleen Kennedy saying things like, I mean, I'm not going to quote her exactly. I don't think I have it in front of me, but it is, you know, saying um, if, you know, if it's there, like we, you know, we kind of thought this was one thing, but you know, the door is never shut on more stories for Kenobi. The fans were really receptive of it. So you know, I have the quote. Do you, make, you want me to read it?
1: Yeah, sure. Go ahead. She said, but I think if there's a huge engagement and people really want more Obi-Wan, we'll certainly give that consideration because the fans, they speak to us. She adds quote, and if we feel like it, okay, there's real reason to do this. It's answering the why then, then what, then we'll do it, but we'll see.
2: Yep. So Lacey, tell me based on that like what are your thoughts on the possibility of a second season?
1: I I'm going to let John respond to Kathleen's comments cuz I think he <laughs> sure, has some sure. particular thoughts about it. I saw it. his eyes um, grow but, large. <laughs> <laughs> but I am going to respond to the Kenobi like Kenobi obviously it's Kenobi uh the Ewan McGregor stuff because the interesting thing is I feel like they've been pushing this narrative before the show even came out like they kept asking him like would you come back before he had even technically come back in the series um I don't know why they did that. I don't know if it was like something that was being pushed from the Disney side or just the actors in general. But I think that Ewan's always said that he would come back and he keeps saying like, hey, there's a you know nine to 10 year period here that there's a lot to fill in there. I'd love to play this part again. The weird thing is, is I don't know how, where they're going to go with the series. I have no idea because I feel like it was just neatly tied up in a bow for us. And I had this like really lovely, warm hug feeling like I talked about last week of... I just felt like it ended in a good place. Um, I so, But I'm not going to say no to it because I, I always want more Star Wars. Always give me more Star Wars. I'm just not sure what that means. Um, but hey, if they're willing to do it and they want to do it, I'm all on board. The one thing that was a little weird was with Deborah Chow, I just wonder if she's actually gonna be on board i know we ourselves at celebration had heard some rumblings that maybe she was a little nervous about the fan reception of the series um and as we know from kathleen's comments at the in some interviews during celebration or was it prior where she said that she wants someone on the movie side for like four to six years they want like favreau who's just sticking around like this is his sandbox and he's playing in it and he's like i'm gonna just hang out here and play with these characters and that's fine but most people move on from projects as we've seen with ryan johnson who's moved on to other things um but still has his foot in the door um i'm interested to see what that means for her because i know that she worked on the mandalorian obviously and then she went to this maybe she wants to do other things maybe she's like hey i got other projects lined up may i, I got other opportunities i have this dream i want to do maybe it's not doing another series so i don't know how they're going to tell this story without her because she definitely was an integral part of this happening um and then also as we know with the production of the writing of the series like are they going to get the same writers is it going to be different writers what is that vibe because as we've seen with the sequel trilogy you can have a very different story with characters and movies and stuff back to back to back with different writers um but look i'm all for it if you want to give me more ewan and, and more vader with hayden which i think by the way hayden is having the time of his life which i love for him He's having the best mm-hmm. time with fans and interviews, and he just looks so happy. And I love seeing all these like behind-the-scenes photos of him like hanging out with the stunt guys. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm so happy for him, especially with what he went through, that I kind of would want this series to continue more for Hayden than Ewan. I feel like Ewan didn't have the reception in his career like Hayden did, so I want all the happiness and love for Hayden that he's getting right now.
2: Yeah, John, That's as the cool. article says here on Star Wars Newsnet, Obi-Wan Kenobi has far been a massive success for Disney+, Plus, with numbers of the series rivaling the level of engagement on Netflix Stranger Things Season 4. So with so much hype around this series, which you have to imagine Disney probably expected that, right, around Ewan McGregor yeah. and Hayden Christensen and Darth Vader and all that stuff, why didn't they plan for more seasons? And why is now all of a sudden after this limited series is complete. This is getting kicked around.
0: Well, this is already a situation where when we were watching this show in the midst of it, you're like thinking like, how is he spending this much time with Leia? And then she <laughs> seemingly doesn't really know who he is later on. And they smartly figured that out. And we talked about it on Wednesday, the lines that they popped in there to make it make sense that her message to him in a new hope is to cover for them knowing each other. So they, the, again, the writing... Like, some people are knocking the writing. I, I think they had to fit... They had to put together a jigsaw puzzle to make this stuff work and still be a good story on its own. And they did it, in my opinion. Um, so, lightning in a bottle if you want. Um, making something that was super hyped work. Check. Did it. If they keep rolling the dice, I think it starts getting dangerous a little bit. Um I could see them how they left it there at the end where Obi-Wan's like he just needs to be a boy right now. It looks like you two can handle it. That lets him like leave again for a little while and Qui-Gon goes we have a long ride ahead or a long journey ahead. It's like they left that for sure that sure. he needs to learn a- yeah, about becoming a one with the Force. Mm-hmm. Is he going to take him to like Mortis or something? Go like Yoda. they can they can definitely <laughs> do Yeah, I mean, yeah, they could. They could go to Dagobah. But Where's the conflict? You know, are they just going to run into some pirates? Like, I don't know if I, we need that. like this show ended so well. like if the main reason to bring it back is because people loved it, and you and McGregor wants to do it, that's not enough for me. um because I think they might be playing with fire a bit too much. But Kathleen um, says
1: if the fans want it, then they're willing well, to listen. yeah, John
0: yeah, they so <laughs> because the fans they speak to us, they certainly do. <laughs> And hopefully Kathleen Kennedy, who let's be honest, she knows about it. She mm-hmm. has to know that makes a little two happen. like come on, Michelle that Reds- comment her I felt right was a little person. kind
1: of like I was like wait what? <laughs>
0: yeah right So you know Kathy, you know if you you got a few shekels to throw about six to eight episodes together like you know we, we are we're speaking to you uh, a lot of us. so anyway, but the comments so the difference between Deborah Chow what she says, like Lacey was talking about, with a trepidation and saying like, well, we made this as just one story, there would have to be a big reason to do it and then Kathleen Kennedy on the other hand is giving the executive answer. Money. Which is like... <laughs> right. So, follow me on this journey, right? And this isn't literal metaphors but Disney's Palpatine, Kathleen Kennedy's Vader and then like Deborah Chow's like Moff Gerard on the Death Star 2. So, Disney's like, what do you got for us? You got any movies? She's like, not really. She's like, well, well, what about that Patty Jenkins movie? Well, Top Gun came out, and now we're a little nervous, so we're pushing that one aside. Well, all right. So what do you got? What do you what do you gonna give me something? Disney Plus. What do you got? Kenobi was good. What else you got? You wanna do more Kenobi? Good, do it. Bob's like, yes, do it. So then she goes to Deborah Chow. Can you make more Kenobi happen? She's like, ah. I guess. I don't know. So, like, Kathleen Kennedy's probably just like, we got you in. The fans love it. That's all we need. Green light it. Just make it work. I don't care what you have to do. Make it work. Because Bob Chappick's, uh coming to uh, oversee the operations.
2: Double so our I, efforts. I, that's, kind of, that's kind of how I feel it is. Yeah, And no, just and like, no point at that did he ever say,
0: double your efforts, which is the why. We said double our efforts. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> it's like, so, like, Disney's just like, Give us good stuff that people are gonna watch and that shareholders are gonna be happy about. And Kathleen Kennedy's like racking her idea for all the you know, racking her brain for these ideas and just like, How about more Kenobi? And you could tell Deborah Chow as the artist and not the executive is like, well, you know, she has integrity and she probably wants to put her name on something that's good and um she may be a little more hesitant to be like, Yes, let's do it, you know. So mm-hmm. um that's where I think it stands. I'm curious to see what happens. I do think they'll eventually do it just because it's very popular and, and because Ewan McGregor, let's not forget, he's an executive producer on the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. So he has pull too. Uh it's not just him as he's not just so some ho-hum actor who's in Star Wars saying, like, yeah, I'd love to come back and, and let's let's do a let's do a Haja series and let's do a, you know, or whatever. But if he if he's saying he wants to come back and do more, that's that's a big thing. Um so I think they will do it. It makes me very nervous, but I trust them.
2: So I, I, I like to picture where it celebration London. We're all in the arena, and Kathy says we've got a surprise. You know, we we know you liked it, so we wanted you to see more. So the lights go out, and on the screen, you know, it's that opening title music. You see the dust coming across, and then there, in the words on the screen, it says, "It's the big reveal." It says Obi wan Kenobi.
0: That's what that that's what you went with. Yep. And that and
2: that and they're I... gonna announce it. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow.
1: I was like, oh, we're getting the panel predictions like John does. I was like, where is this going? <laughs> now
2: Obi Two Kenobi. Obi Two um, Kenobi. Yeah, it's like Fast and Furious. John.
1: James like Fast speaking and furious of lame, movies, real
2: hot right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy
2: doing that. That's her interview. She's like it will, we we saw fast the fast and furious movies and we were so taken aback by them that we wanted to do our own
0: james is like you get it cuz juan
2: <laughs> guys um anyone <laughs> i i kind of get the feeling that this is
1: already in motion um and i know that, it was in motion from the moment they got those first reactions on that first episode, where they were like, "We're the number one streaming show." I th- yeah, that or email that's sent kind of filming, the and Ewan's like, "This was so fun. Can I keep that camel?" I they think... were gonna wait until the reaction. I guarantee it. They weren't gonna make calls before yeah, that. Was, well,
2: that sure, fun. sure, sure. But I think it. I think it's been one of those things where it's been on the like. Hey, we made this show. It was a lot of fun. I'm I feel redeemed. I think the fans are really gonna like this. I would be willing to come back. And that it was like kind of negotiated. And they're like, Well, we'll see. You know, we'll see you and, and right now it's still in that like we're we could pull the button on this, but I think the people involved would be willing to come back. But I think you're also right, John, too, that some of them might be a little bit like. Uh I'm I like obviously I want to do it like this was awesome but at the same time like I really feel like I pushed myself to the extreme to get the perfect story and there is no bigger moment for Kenobi the like going up against Vader like the only thing that I can come close to thinking like that it could possibly be is if they wanted to similarly do you know what they did with Vader we thought the last time they saw each other was you know, revenge of the Sith when we saw, you know, to a new hope and all those references were to revenge of the Sith, but you no, know, we're going to make it, you know, that there was this other time they could maybe do that with Maul too. And then all of the rebels references where he's like, Oh, he's alive. I think I know where he is. I found him always oh, on Tatooine. Like maybe Kenobi could go off world. He could run into mall. They could have their fight. They could, you know, do a big thing there and then end it in the same kind of similar fashion. The only problem is, is there's no doubt about that. That's a step down. Like Obi-Wan and Maul have their beef and that's a big thing. It was a big thing in rebels when they finally did that, that match, but it's a step down from Vader and there's no way to hype it up higher than that. So I, I, I think there is some trouble with it. They probably should have thought this through and maybe did, you know, a season, where he was fighting the pirates, and then another one where the pirate gang was even bigger, and then the third season was like Vader, you know. And it's like
0: there you mm-hmm. can. And we wrap have it to. Up. It's like him and Vader are done until we yeah. see each other again. Totally, because you That's can't bring it for back for sure. Yeah, the goodbye, Darth thing sealed that. Yeah, like, and it, and
2: yeah. and again, another step down. But like, I don't know. Like, I'm really trying to think here. Like, is there any chance that it could be? similar to like Maul and Palpatine in in Clone Wars like could they do an Obi-Wan in Palpatine like they meet they have conflict they fight but Vader's not around I don't know A second season is rough guys but uh, what I'm scared hard, of is to, that money is going to yeah. talk more than sensibility or the story
0: It's hard to conceptualize the story for it but I think we all kind of think- see it coming because Deborah Chow is
2: is laying the groundwork for things like we'd have to have a really good reason to come back and then when they do announce that it's coming back she can say we found the really good reason get excited Mm. kind of like they Mm -hmm. did with Toy Story 4 that's if she's still involved but yes true but she's the one that is saying like we'd have to have we would have to have a really good reason to come back
0: I I agree Money. with Lacey. It would have to involve Yoda in some respects for to match the magnitude of Vader. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't think Palp- i think Palpatine, like this era of Palpatine, like as we're closer to the original trilogy, is more of just he's the Emperor. It's not Darth Sidious. He's not swinging a lightsaber around. He's not going to be fighting Kenobi. Uh, that sort of thing. This is like the Emperor mode, where he's just like in the shadows, pulling the strings. Uh, you can make that face, but that's a that's that's what's going on. Like with the way they positioned him in Obi Wan Kenobi, that's like the Emperor mode. Um, I don't see him getting into physical combat with Kenobi in a series or something. He doesn't I, the, the need Yoda to. Thing... He's at
1: the tippy tippy top. Nobody knows where he is.
0: Yeah, the the Yoda the Yoda thing's interesting with me. To me, I just I'd have to
1: like. I mean, he basically out, like, already said that uh, Palpatine in the episode of Kenobi, that kind of Kenobi was not worth the time. Like, don't even worry about him. He's not worth it. We've already moved right. on for something else.
0: Yeah. Yoda thing's interesting. It's just a matter of like what, who would the, you know, antagonists be and, and uh, who knows, but they're probably going to do it. And we'll just hope it's good. Right. Well, one thing for sure
2: that we know they are doing is, get ready for this. Lego Star Wars Summer Vacation. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We did get uh, (laughs) some news on this a while back, but it's kind of one of those things I think we all kind of saw and were like, oh, okay, you know, whenever that, we'll see what it is. And now that we've got Mm -hmm. the trailer, I think everybody's I don't know indifferent about it <laughs> I, think, I enjoyed it I think that I think that most people are putting it into that category of like oh, okay it's Lego and you know it's kind of cute or whatever so it, it's fine um, but, uh, but let's start with John on this one what are your thoughts on the uh, Lego Star Wars vacation trailer
0: um it yeah so I liked the uh, Lego holiday special they did I thought that was well done I thought that was cute and charming and um I had a warm presentation to it. The the Halloween one I thought was fun for Easter eggs and, and stuff like that. Um, this seems silly and goofy too. Um, the one thing I thought was pretty cool is that uh, Kelly Marie Tran's doing Rose in this. And I know there's a big, lot of hubbub about, you know, she's unhappy about episode nine and, and how big her role was in the movie and stuff, but she's here voicing something that, in my opinion, would be below her as... Uh, you know, a main saga actor. You don't see Daisy in here, Oscar, Boyega. So she's being a team player. Uh, she's alongside other older staples like Anthony Daniels and Billy Dee Williams as people voicing their own uh, characters. So I just want to say that real quick, that that's cool that she's still in the mix and doing that, because I, I think we all think they're going to come back with that crew at some point with movies after episode nine that isn't Skywalker saga. And she'll be right in the mix and she'll, she'll get her version of a Hayden, you know, standing ovation when that celebration happens, you know? So I just think that that's cool. I'll start there. Um it's silly. Uh the my only thing with it, you know, it's silly fun. Uh I like I did think it's funny seeing Palpatine in one of those like 1960s old man One Piece striped bathing suits.
1: <laughs> Rule of the beach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: That made me laugh. The only thing I just have a slight gripe with is it does feel like a commercial for the uh star wars hotel the house.
1: you mean the star cruiser going the on vacation star
0: yeah and it's <laughs> targeted at kids it's just like you know if i went if that hotel actually had you know finn in there and all those people the way they are in this thing i'd be like you know what maybe we should go check it out but it, it did feel a little like a commercial and and you know, maybe Disney goes down to Lucasfilm and they're like, you need to put this thing in three or four projects. And Lucasfilm's like, alright, well, you're getting it in this Lego thing then. Mm-hmm. And this book over here that not a lot of people are probably going to buy. We're not... <laughs> um, so, I, I, I don't know. But, and again, small gripe. I'm not going to get in here and, and tear this thing apart. It's for kids. It's something that people are going to watch once and forget about, probably for the most part. Um, I'm sure my son will have a fun time watching it. I don't have much else to say about it
2: um i don't I don't like this at all.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna kinda do what John said
2: I'm not gonna do, but uh no i i i don't I didn't really care for this at all, and I get that it's Lego, but i it reminds me kind of what what Lego has done with their movies too. I feel like they mm-hmm. they have like a certain step that they do and and it just kind of like downgrades, which is like. To me, they, that first Lego movie came out and it was like special and it was cool. And um, there was something uh, really unique about how they con- connected the live action with the, the heart of it. There was like a bigger story that was kind of connected to it. I felt that way about the holiday special. Everybody was like, oh, there's a, there's a live action holiday special and there's a kind of a connection here. There's, some sto- there's a history and there's some heart around the idea this is how you're going to do it. That makes sense to me. Then with the second project, they do um, the big movies did Lego Batman. And it's like, that's kind of surprising. But okay, it's, it's a little bit darker, a little bit more connected to the lore and stuff. And that's exactly how the Halloween one felt for me. It was really cool how they brought in like Ren and stuff. And I was like, okay, it's still Lego, but I feel like there's something fun happening here that are not fun is not maybe the right word, but like it's neat how they're kind of like telling these different stories and stuff. But that third movie that Lego did was Ninjago. And it's like, I don't think anybody cared and was just like, what is this? Uh, Nobody wanted to see it. It completely bombed. And that to me is like this summer vacation thing. I don't, it doesn't feel Star Wars at all. It doesn't feel like they're playing really in the lore at all. Like I know they're going to Scarif, but like, I, I don't know that doesn't feel right like Vader's castle scary that makes sense to me and I even then they were turning it to a casino I get the jokes but I don't know I just don't I'm summer vacation just doesn't feel right at all to me um I don't know it's it's not intriguing at all and I know that it's for kids but so were the other two and I, I liked the idea of like a young Luke and, a, and it was going up against like Darth Maul and so st- you know what I mean I thought that stuff was kind of interesting and nothing about this seems interesting to me more than like, I don't know, like Jar Jar Binks surfing or something. Like, I don't, know, I don't care. So it's it's not for me. But Lacey, what are your thoughts?
1: I think it's going to be really funny. I've, I've really enjoyed all these movies and I think the trailer's really cute. It's really nice to see Ben Solo. I do have a gripe of why is this the only content we're getting with sequel trilogy characters? I yeah. feel like that is a huge miss for star wars right now um i know that people have issues with the sequel trilogies i know people have issues with the prequels nobody seems to have issues with the original trilogy let's be honest but prequels and sequels yes there's people that stand on either side uh i i just don't understand why these characters are just kind of being ignored there's no books coming out their comic stuff got canceled and the only thing we're getting with ray finn poe whoever is Lego movies that aren't canon. And it's yeah. and it's super frustrating as a, a huge Ray fan like I am to not get any more content with her. And I feel like we're at a point right now where kind of the sky's the limit or the stars are the limit for Ray, where you have all the space that she can explore, whether it be in a book or a comic or whatever, and they're just not doing it. Now, of course, I would love live action with Daisy Ridley again and have it be either a show or a movie. But I'm saying like I'm willing to also take a book or a comic as well because I know that obviously there's a lot of different things that play into live action or even animated where there's a lot of planning and and money and stuff, whereas I feel like comics and books, not that there isn't a lot of planning, you could just kind of probably make it move faster. Um,
2: I I think that if it is like the High Republic right now feels to me, and I don't know what the numbers are, feels like mm. they're in the diminishing returns category, and I feel like I would be more interested in checking out at this point, like Ray Skywalker, you know, I just feel like we left on such a point that something. it was like,
1: what's next. And then that was it. We never heard back it again, ever again. Um, and then obviously that's, that's I feel like point, the only yeah. time we're getting Ben Solo stuff is in these Lego. It's like they throw in these things with Ben Solo that you're like, this is where I'm getting Ben Solo. Um, that being said, I think it does look really funny. The emperor always makes me laugh every single time. Uh, and i i believe the leia is shelby young i'm pretty sure it is uh so that's really cool to hear her voice again um but yeah no i i think it's gonna be fun and i love that it's a weird al song is like the soundtrack
0: oh yeah Um, yeah
1: it'll it'll be fun but like james says is it gonna affect canon and overall story no is there anything probably like deeper here probably not it's a Um, but I would just like more from the sequel trilogy characters outside of Lego figures.
0: I just... I will laugh if they they walk into the Galactic Star Cruiser just like, this place is amazing! I've heard a lot of great things, but now that I'm here... Definitely worth
1: two nights at, blah, blah, blah.
0: (laughs) Finn's just like, I've heard so many good things from Han and Leia, but boy, being here is just... (laughs) Wow! (laughs)
1: jeez.
0: But to your point about the sequel stuff i was thinking about it I was like if a kid was seven when the force awakens came out they're 14 now so if they start a
1: podcast if,
0: if they start push it like five six years so when those kids are like out of high school in college and they start like yeah podcasting and blogging and stuff like they're gonna bring them all back and they're gonna be like freaking rock stars when they come back so mm-hmm. i think it's coming Lacey. i think they're just They're waiting, they're practicing patience. uh,
1: I know all about waiting.
0: (laughs) That you and I are not good at. Someday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there we (laughs) go.
1: Never thought about it like that before. (laughs) It's been a while.
0: What if we we get a panel or do a a show in Celebration London, we start doing that voice, people start throwing shit at us.
1: People are like, please leave. I'm so sorry. (laughs) The panel is
0: called Waiting, A Star Wars Story. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> like get out oh man um, yeah
2: um, alright guys I don't know that there's that much more to talk about uh, it's a good thing they didn't announce uh, an Obi-Wan Kenobi season 2 over the weekend because we would have recorded the podcast and uh, missed that news but um, that is it for the resistance report this week uh, we do have one more section though and I'm going to hand it over to Lacey
1: for that all right guys it's time for resistance transmissions so this is the part of the show where john puts up a crazy wacky situation and then we read your answers so first up we have alex oh wait what's the situation lacy no problem what Uh, is the deal (laughs) (laughs) it's been a long day uh pick any star wars character and a father's day gift they would be disappointed to receive Mm. Good one. All right. First up is Alex Zuki's at Zubacca. What up, Alex? He said Paz Vizla is gifted the Darksaber by Mando.
0: <laughs> I don't want it.
2: Oh yeah. yeah I can't. Yeah.
1: Podcast hard. of the Wills at Wills Pod said Kanan oh, gets a new pair of sunglasses. Ooh. He's dark. Man. Literally. Yeah, I was gonna say you can't say that, Lacey. Uh He's throwing you're welcome. shade.
0: He's throwing shade at him.
1: Uh, next is Mike Mori missing Swaka at Drum Jedi. What up, Mike? He said Anakin getting a trip to the beach for Father's Day would be hilarious. (laughs)
2: Oh gosh! (laughs) Well, it's coming. Next Next is Lego's making it.
1: Yeah, next is Frank Janish (laughs) at Frankie J Twenty Nine. What up, Frank? He said Grogu getting a carton of eggs, giving a carton of eggs to Frog Lady's husband. Oh, (laughs) oh, it's not Easter yet. Um. (laughs) All right, more 5150 and more 5150. What up? They said, Admiral Mahdi receiving the book, The Power of the Force.
2: (laughs) Oh, gosh.
1: That sounds... I don't
2: know. That sounds like a secret, like Scientology book or like secret, uh, or Your maybe evolution like to
0: that ancient religion. <laughs> yeah. Or
2: something like a multi level marketing book, like the power <laughs> of sales or something. Yeah.
0: You know? <laughs> or, or like a series of action figures from 1995.
1: <laughs> That's true, too. Yeah. Next is Christian Morales at Chris underscore Morales underscore one. What, Christian? He said, Kleeglar is getting a new bicycle. Oh, mall. my
0: God. Christian.
1: That's so messed up. Oh. Um man. and then last but not least is Brian Pothier, a B Pothier. What a Brian, where you been? Brian. Brian said Django Fett would be devastated to receive a court order compelling child support for the millions of clones he fathered. <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> Boba's <laughs> brothers.
0: Boba's oh, brothers. Man.
2: Oh yeah.
1: Ridiculous. Guys, thank you so much oh. for your answers. If you want to be on the show, make sure to follow us on Twitter at R B A T S W N N and look out for the situation. Back to John.
0: Well, people are funny, you know. Mm-hmm. That's what I've found. Mm-hmm. Very good answers. Um, thanks to everybody who sent them in. If if we didn't pick you, keep them coming. Um, but if we were here having Lacey read up seventy five of those, one she'd lose her voice, <laughs> and two he'd be like, "All right, that's enough." But thank <laughs> you, everybody. It's very cool. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks for being part of TRB. We hope your summer's going well. Um, like Lacey said before, make sure you subscribe to wherever um and if you do review us five stars would be awesome um and spread the word that's another way we grow telling people who like star wars about it some people don't listen to podcasts at all let alone know that there are star wars podcasts let alone that there are five million star wars podcasts uh let them know about trb And hopefully, you have a buddy you can talk about Star Wars with about a podcast, which is also a very cool thing to do. Uh, StarWarsNewsNet.com for all of your Star Wars news, reviews, editorials, information, and more. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Johnny Hoey, writing and editing at StarWarsNewsNet.com. And uh, my movie podcast, just like the movies, we're putting out an episode on Jaws, I believe, tomorrow or Wednesday. So check that out if you're a fan of Jaws. Um, Lacey.
1: People could find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lacey Gillarin, and I'm quickly going to say that I use this podcast and I use Star Wars to escape from the world, real world, um, which can often be a really tough place. And right now it's not great. What's going on? Um, so sitting here right now, I have less rights than I did a week ago and I have less rights than these guys. And that's not fair. So I don't usually get political, but I'm going to right now. Um. If you want to help support, go to GoFundMe.com slash whatchoice to help support. Thank you.
0: Nice. And you were on a stream yesterday.
1: Right? Yes. I was on a stream to talk about what's going on. So if you're interested, you can go check it out on YouTube. Um, but I don't want to take up any more of your time.
0: All right. Thanks, Lacey. Uh, James.
2: Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Meijer
0: All right, everybody, uh, we hope you have a great week. It's been pretty toasty where I'm at and where Lacey's at. I'm not sure about James, but stay cool if you can. And we'll see you Wednesday, where we go live one more time before Andor uh, to talk about season one, maybe season one, of Obi-Wan Kenobi and eat some tacos. So grab your tacos. Uh, and take a trip with us on uh, Wednesday night, 9 p.m. East, and we'll have some fun together live. But until then, enjoy the early parts of your week, and we'll see you next time right here on TRB. See you around, kids.